Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about how long it takes before you know you're going to buy a property. Before we do that, though, let's talk about Price.com. Guys, Price is a powerful online web application that simplifies the acquisition process for real estate direct mail marketing campaigns. Price provides research tools and enables you to identify locations to mail, price your data, analyze several million comps, pull owner records, and scrub your data to produce a ready-to-mail campaign list. Head on over to price.com forward slash casual Fridays REI to start your seven day free trial and get discounted prices today. That's P R Y C D dot com forward slash casual Fridays REI. Happy Friday, sir. Hey, happy Friday. Are you still buzzing from the past weekend? Yeah, after I finally got uh, like rested, I felt pretty good on Tuesday. Good and tired after it? Yeah, were you not? Yeah, I went to sleep at six o'clock Sunday when we got back. Yeah, I, I was right not too far behind. It was like 7 30. And then. It's not that we were like crazy active. I just didn't sleep well there. Okay. The night before or the night. Okay. Not that the bed wasn't crazy comfortable. It was just too dead quiet for me. And I even tried the the fan and the white noise machines. Yeah, I, I didn't have a fan, but I tried the white noise machines. Who? Oh, that was Katie's car because I remember moving a fan to put some stuff in. That was Katie's car, not your car. Yeah. Oh man. Well, I hate to hear that. I mean, I, I think that it, it, yes, it is very quiet out there. Yes, the sky is clear and you can see the. The stars big and bright, and it was amazing to see mm-hmm. that. Um, but you are right. There is a there's that lull of oh my gosh, this was a beacon. Because <laughs> when you host an event like that, you are on from when you wake up mm-hmm. to when you say good night to everybody at you know eleven thirty mm-hmm. for two straight days, and so you are three almost. I mean three till lunch on on Sunday. But it was it was pure just go go go. Yeah, I really enjoyed it though. I I said this while we were there, but. We're sitting at lunch at the Archer's Nest with everybody, and I was mm-hmm. just like kicked back, just looking around, like, God, this is a, this is awesome. This is such a good group of people, just be hanging out and doing this. Yeah. This is awesome. Yeah, it made me it made me think of Price. You you brought up Price, and we talked Max, and he's sitting there and just getting to hear, just knowing their story and how they've come along, and then where he's at now with his land investing business and having to subdivide. You know, it's 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 really a cool thing to get to to see. One of the things that it took back from me, and, and this is really weird. This is a real weird correlation, but I'm going to say it because you know my mind works crazily is that we don't have much time left in life we were the oldest guys in the room with bar uh, carl and dan and tim okay everybody else was young way like you way younger than us and i don't feel like we're that person yet well and and so when you say you're sitting around you're looking at man he's a good group of guys they're all awesome i sat around going jesus i'm one of the old guys in this room i'm about to die <laughs> Uh, that was definitely not on my mind. Yeah, well, that's 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 one of the things that came back for me. So, but 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 speaking of getting old, uh-huh. you got a birthday. By the time everyone listens to this, it's like Sunday, right? It is Sunday. Yeah. I am. I'm turning the, the bright old age of 41. Yeah, so, yeah. so deep so, into my 40s. Happy early birthday, everyone! <laughs> on everyone listening, wish them a happy birthday. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's a not a big plan for this weekend. Just uh, I think we're gonna do dinner at Fresco Saturday. It's kind of a catch up from christmas that we missed with clell and susan they're coming into frescoes and uh do you remember at jessica's birthday two years ago there was a guy that played first before sunny burgess uh mike uh played acoustic set 
I was there, but I wasn't there. Okay, you know I, I mean? <laughs> I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, so he's playing at Fresco Saturday night. So kid-friendly event. If you're bored, we will be there. We're going to have eat dinner out on the patio. It's not going to be anything big, though. It's just they're going to show up and uh, do their Christmas that they missed. So well, Cool. Cool. Yeah, nothing too crazy. But um, So today, you want to talk how long does it take for you to know if you're going to buy a property? Yeah, it was a question I heard multiple times this week. I got asked, and I was just thinking, I mean, I – I mean, well, for tell, me, tell me, yeah, tell me how yeah. quick is it? Like, it, make it, it quick. It, it feels like it's almost instant. Okay. You know, like you look at a property and you just go, wow. Okay. I'll take that. Let me dive into it now to make sure I'm not going to screw myself. Okay. Yeah. I, I, so for me, I am very regimented when it comes to that of what my, my, my checklist is. So first, you know, I'm looking, does it have access? I mean, that's, you know, so mm-hmm. how quick can I get it pulled up on parcel fact or map, right? Or parlay or whatever, parcel software i'm looking at same time i'm putting the latin longitude into google earth and i'm pulling it up to see in 3d how my topo is then i've got my uh, fema wet wetland checker up so then i'm checking on uh, map right it's got the the flood zone fema checker there but for me i don't use map right a lot so i go and check it on the fema website and then i pull up the values and then i'm like okay well if it meets all those first things it has access it's not in a flood zone it doesn't look like it's the side of a cliff it's not a swamp do what's it worth? Because mm-hmm. there's always a price in what it's worth. And then we can, can I buy it? And so really it takes me about 10 to 15 minutes. Does that include the comp time? That does. Yeah. Because that first part, at least now in this, um, been in the business as long, like that first part can be done. Oh, it's it, done quick, quick. Right. Yeah. And at that point you're like, okay, I want it. Yeah. Now are we buying it at the right price and can I sell it at the right price? Yeah. And that whole process doesn't take that much longer either. No, no. Cause in the way we teach it in the blueprint is, you know, you, you'll go on to lands or you go on to whatever it is, find it on the map, zoom all the way in and start letting a data tell you what it's doing. Does it have good sold comps around it? Does it have good listings around it? What are those listings? Are they actual like kind properties to get the real price value? And then you got to make a profit. I mean, I, I think we had a post on Instagram earlier this week that talked about, it's real simple. Look at deals. Buy it for less than it's worth, sell it for more. And that's what you have to do. You have to look at deals, see if they're good, what are they worth, and then sell it for more. Do you feel the same way about the subdivides? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yes and no. And I I think that the thing for that is becomes the CapEx and what can you make. So um, is how much CapEx is going to need to go into it, meaning how much road work am I going to need? Like when I get a... I'm going to try to visualize it, paint it with my words because I can draw it out really good, but I don't, I'm going to try to use my words to do that, and sometimes I get confusing when I do this. So if we look at a property and it's a rectangle, and the short side of the rectangle is facing the county road, I don't get as excited about that in a subdivide because I know I'm going to have to add road to get farther in. Mm-hmm. Fair enough? Mm-hmm. If it's flipped long ways against the road, I think, holy shit, this could be an easy one. Mm-hmm. I can cut it straight off the county road, and I'm putting in driveways. Mm-hmm. And so that right there is I know just seeing that right away, understand that it's going to cost me more money. And so then the buy price has to come down a little bit to offset that CapEx. Um, I want to see where the power is located. And, it, you know, people said, oh, there's a house over here, so it's got power nearby. Well, I look to see if the power came down the road or if it's running through their pasture because that's going to be the difference of me needing an easement and how am I going to get that or is it my supply line available at the road to feed the, feed the place? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of... Th- feel the same way I do about normal flips when I first see a subdivide. Like okay. if I look at a property and it's a rectangle with the long ways on the road, uh-huh. I'm instantly like excited. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's cut it in four real quick. Let's cut it in half. Let's, yeah. let's do this. Let's do that. And so that part of it is almost instant. Like I said, because okay. you, there's sometimes these properties come back and they're like those super weird shape and you can immediately tell it's on the side of a mountain or something. Yeah. And so you just go nap, 
Yeah. At least on the head. Maybe we'll track it, run it down the numbers to mm-hmm. see how worth it is. But at least in my head, I'm like, nah, it's going to be really impressive. Yeah. I, and so when you, when you say that, so we had one come back in the master class that was, it was long side on the road, had great road frontage, um, looked like it might've been timbered. It's an area that would get timbered, but when you zoomed in, it was actually a riverette or riverine that they called it a riverine mm-hmm. on, on FEMA. But that drained all the way to the road. So you're asking with yourself, why hasn't this property sold? They got it at a great price, hasn't sold, and there's like a, a um, aqueduct, if you will, or an aquifer or a, a creek, as I would call it, that's right in front of it. That just seems to be wet in every picture that we see. And then when you go back in time, you see that's kind of that that where it looked like it had been timbered, just doesn't grow because it's really wet right there. And so you're going, okay. So now you're trying to pick it apart, saying, okay, what is it going to cost me to a get across the water if I can? Will they let me put in two big 48-inch culverts and then cover it with rock? Or is it just make the deal a dud? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was actually um, surprising to me I look at, looking at that one. Because when we did, we were on uh, maps, like Google uh-huh. Map or whatever, Google Earth. It didn't look near as flooded as when you go to the street view. Yeah. And you're like, damn, i got to swim across this. Yeah, that's, that's why it hasn't been sold, because nobody can get back to the backside of it. They can walk across that little wooden bridge we found in the in the, in the the bushes, but it's it's things like that that I think comes with time of doing it, repetition. So if I look at, and for me, like if you, and I heard Trevor say this this weekend, but like if you're in the desert and you see green, there could be water in the area or the seasonal creeks run through that. So there may be something going on. Um, like for us, when we look at stuff that's got heavily in like the national forest areas or places that have timber, have a timber industry going on, you'll see short trees and tall trees. Or it looks like little bitty bushes versus being a full tree. And you know that it has probably been cut. So then you use the history button and you go back and see when it was cut. Was it a 10-year cut, a 15-year cut? Is it just been a recently clear cut? And can you zoom in and see a bunch of trash laying around on the ground? We've seen that as well in pictures, and we've seen that on the, as, as of late. Because, you know, when you start going through a bunch of deals, you start noticing little things like that. They're going to be like, hey, wait, red flag. Let's figure out what's going on here. Doesn't mean it's a deal killer. It means you're going to have to buy that, buy that down on the front side. Mm-hmm. Very good points. We actually learned about a new bush this weekend out of Carlsbad. What was the name of that again? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say we learned about it, but now I can't remember it. But it yeah. was it was interesting, I thought, at that moment, because someone was talking about that bush, and then Trevor's dad just whips around and goes, there it is over there. You know, yeah. like, and I, I never would have. Yeah, and, and and the reason for that bush was to identify between oak trees and that bush. I want to call it, a, it's not azalea, but it's like started with an A, I thought. Um, but it identifies where caliche is growing, or caliche is found, like maybe a caliche vein underneath the dirt. And that caliche is used when you want to build your roads on your property. If you have a pit on property, it saves you a ton of money on your roads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was thinking, think when he when his dad did that, I was like, that's experience. Yeah, that's being land flipper, a develop subdivider, an appraiser for yeah. his, basically his whole life. In your in your backyard, yeah. like that's that's where you were born, raised, you grew up, and you've been yeah. working in this hundred mile radius your whole career. I mean, that's that's a testament to why you see so many developers plant their flag and stay in their area because they learn. Hey, that bush right there means I got a caliche pit. Mm-hmm. I don't need to haul it from 80 <laughs> miles away to build this road. I have it right here. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I, I like that. I I think it does that's uh what is that one of the it's one of the hard truths we're starting to learn. Like it's been easy to buy and sell nationwide. I think last year I bought and sold in either 13 or 14 states. Overall I've done 40 I think I'm up to 44 states right now. But when you really dial in an area and you look at it, it is so much easier to do a deal when you've done a bunch of deals in one spot. You know the team. You know the layout of the land. You understand what different types of trees are going to be there. You understand those pieces, and it just makes you so much more money, so much faster, because 
you might pay a little bit more for a deal so you get it, but you know the spread's there and you know what it is. Yeah. I also had this thought too, this may be sappy for Trevor, but I was okay. thinking while well, his dad was there, I, I enjoyed having his dad there, but yeah. I was wondering if his dad was just sitting back going, God, look at, look at what he's done. You know, that's pretty cool. He did. <laughs> he did. He, he, he called and told him thank you. And his dad said, man, I wish I had thought more like you as a younger guy. And yeah. I, I thought that was a super neat Testament. I think that, uh, we all subconsciously want our dad's love and approval mm-hmm. and getting to that point. Um, and I think that was, I think that was a big turning moment for him and him and his dad's relationship too. So I, I, I'm speaking for him, and I hate. I hope that I don't throw his business out there, but I know he did make that comment in his farewell speech to that. So uh, super, super great event. It was nice to see, um, man. I, I, when you say that, knowing that, I, I would be willing to bet if we put him on a property in in uh, in West Texas that his dad would know within seconds if he would do the deal or not. Oh yeah, for sure. But I, but I want to throw this out there. There's a caveat to that. Sometimes that experience leads you to not doing deals that you probably should or you could because it's out of that box or the market shifted a little bit and you haven't caught up to the market. And, I, and I'll say that because like Bond Road, it was taken to him first. We did it and we made millions of dollars off of it. So it, he said no because of the amount of infrastructure he thought it was going to need. Mm-hmm. We went ahead and raised that money and, and did it. And so that's, you know, it moves this whole project that away. So Again, on the bigger projects, it does take more time to know if you're going to buy it just because of the added expenses. On the little flips, we know pretty much instantly. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. Yeah. How long do we go? It's about 13 and a half. Okay. Oh, yeah, I think long enough. Nice. Uh, what about the gifts for the first class guys? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we um, do to tell that. Yeah, yeah. I guess everybody has them, right? So it's yeah. like, yeah. Well, uh, they're in the mail. They yeah. should have them. Yeah. They'll be having them soon. Yeah, Friday. Yeah. And Saturday. Yeah. So we actually put together, um, Justin's idea, put together a nice like knife set for a custom made, one of a kind. Skinning knife. Skinning knives for the first Masterclass guys. And they're really cool because they've got uh, our logo and Trevor's brand. I was going to say logo just to get at him. Yeah. But yeah, Trevor's brand yeah. Um, engraved on them. It's got the knife makers mark, mark on the other side. And yeah. They're, they're really nice. Yeah, and it's a Texas pecan. And so it's, it looks like an exotic wood, but it's really based in Texas. It's beautiful stainless steel. The knife maker, he told me it would last a millennium. So these knives will last forever. So I thought that was really cool. And I think it's cool to get like an heirloom quality gift. It could be a trophy or it could be functional depending on what you use. So, Yeah, I, I don't think anybody was expecting that either, which makes it Oh, yeah. Cool. So the two guys that, haven't got, that hadn't seen theirs are Jake and Scott, but they should be uh, getting theirs in the next day. I was wondering how many of the guys were going to try and just throw it in their carry-on. <laughs> it's probably Larry. <laughs> Larry got, Larry wanted to get felt up by STSA. <laughs> Larry said he wanted to be on the podcast, but I don't his name mentioned, but I don't know if he wanted it in conjunction <laughs> with getting felt up by TSA. Yeah, we could bring him on. I like Larry. He's, he'd be fun to talk about because I, he, I mean, he had a solid year, and he's come through the whole spectrum of Casual Fridays all the way through from starting out to – um, you know, he, he's gotten involved in some other groups too, but you know, he's been pure through that. Some coaching at the very beginning to get his business up and going when he went full time and then subdivide masterclass to where he's done a couple subdivides. And I think he's, I think he might be up to three or four that he's either partnered in or doing himself. Yeah. I don't, I don't know the number, but he's definitely doing well. Yeah. Yeah. So super proud of all those guys. I, I think it's uh, I think it's neat to see it. And then the, the energy from the new guys after seeing that as well. So, um, you know, it, the whole topic of today's process our uh, topic was uh, the, the theme behind today's topic was you know how quick do you know a deal and when we were doing them live in the the room 
you kind of like be like, ah, nah. And then I'm like, oh, I'm going to go get a drink right now. <laughs> this, <laughs> this one isn't cool. Keep talking. You keep trying to sell it, but this donkey don't run. Yep. So, so, so you know. Yes, sir. All right, we'll wrap it up. Uh, as always, make sure you just favor. Go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Just say like, follow, subscribe. Then go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, review, and subscribe to the show. Appreciate it. Love you. See you next Friday. See you guys.